Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. We are excited to have two amazing, powerful women on our podcast today. These two thought leaders have taken on the responsibility to help lead Microsoft's global channel inclusion strategy. Karen Fazio is a director and head of Microsoft One Commercial Partner Group and is responsible for digital partner experience and operations, scaling the partner engagement, as well as inclusion in the channel strategy. Along with that comes with a huge responsibility, a $1 billion annual revenue She's also the co-founder of Women in Cloud, and everyone has heard of Women in Cloud, and oversees many programs and associations, including the IAMCP, the WIC, and BPGI. So today, we also have in the room with us another special guest, Regina Johnson. She's a strategy lead for Microsoft's Black Partner Growth Initiative, an initiative developed from the commitment of Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella. He said that he would like to increase the Black representation within the Microsoft Partner Community within the next three years of 20%. So what is he gonna do? He's gonna bring on a special leader. Regina is especially passionate about creating sustainable economic growth for minority owned small medium businesses. Ladies, welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast today. Excited to be here. Thank you, thanks for having us. We're really excited. By the way, if you don't know, this is my identical twin brother David with me today (laughs) to be speaking to our audience live from the Microsoft offices here in Maryland, be able to be in his presence, but also be in the same presence with both Regina and Karen. So thank you very much. Thank you. I like to, I like to say that before I start, Karen has a lot of great quotes from things that she said over the last couple of years that I remember. And one of the quotes that Karen has said is, we help partners bring solutions to market that are both inclusive in design and have an economic impact. And we are evolving the diversity of our channel ecosystem so that it is representative of all communities, along with reinforcing our commitment to addressing racial injustice. And that is the main reason today that we had this title, Driving Economic Impact Through Communities. Karen, can you tell our audience a little bit more about that quote that you had? What does that statement really mean? And how can we have this impact to really address racial injustice? Yeah, thank you. Um, I know it sounds like a really big statement, um, but I think when you're in tech, you're signing up to do big things. Um, so, and especially, you know, I'm gonna have a little bias here working at Microsoft. Um, I think we, as a company, um, hold ourselves accountable for the kind of impact that we make in the world. Um, and so principally, while it's all getting torn down for the better, um, while we have to rethink our infrastructure, our security protocols, the the, the innovations that we create um, with with people in mind. Um, This is our opportunity of a lifetime to take what hasn't been there for the last 30 some years because there wasn't enough diversity and inclusion within the start of the tech ecosystem. And now let's let's build it better forward and make sure that there is um, inclusive principles from the core of back into the core of how these technologies are even built in the first place. So um, my statement about the partner ecosystem is to get these innovations into market, it is the partner ecosystem that drives that. That is where the rubber meets the road. We have a great menu of things for to, to monetize and to take and add customer value, but it's the partner ecosystem that makes that real. And so if we can increase the representation of the people in the ecosystem and the companies that are running those businesses, now you can really start to make that inclusive economic impact real. And it's technology that is that thread that pulls it all through. I was thinking as she was talking, I was thinking, you know, increasing the diversity, increasing 
increases thought innovation, you know, and that's the most important thing. So you were spot on, Karen. Mm -hmm. Well, we might be having to throw out several of your quotes from uh, our time <laughs> together today. That'd be awesome. But Karen, you, you're also responsible while looking at your scope and what you're doing for a large set of partner communities where you and your team have helped and you continue to support these firms. And what I love about the way you're trying to get them involved is that you've really specified specific areas of growth. You've designated different leaders to go ahead and help with those areas, which I love. But with so many partners that you're supporting, how are you able to educate all of them, position them for the best growth opportunities, and then keep all the community members fed, or what we say, keeping all the mouths that are open fed with opportunities? So tell me about how you're getting all that accomplished. That's got to be such an incredible task for you. Um, it's, a, it's an exciting place to be for somebody who's been in marketing um, most of my career. Um, the technologies that we have available to us now are so ex are expansive <laughs> and they're being built from more diverse suppliers in the first place. So that also helps a lot to just kind of have more congruence in, in the whole approach. Um, but as someone who's a, a marketer and now, um, you know, we've always had this holy grail of can't, like actual ROI <laughs> beyond engagement, beyond net promoter scores and all the other things other marketing people understand. Um, like you can actually start to attribute the work that you do, that the, the communications you send, the engagement programs you develop to actual ROI, revenue driven activity. So we're, you know, that's, it's not easy to do. There's lots, you know, anybody who works in the digital space understands taxonomy, uh, mapping, you know, tagging, like making sure you have all of this telemetry between all of these different systems. It's, it's, it's daunting. Um, and when you've been in a, especially when you're in large enterprise and you've been um, in the, in the business for a long time, you've got a lot of legacy that you're also dealing with. Um, but that's the, that's the way we do this is it's through our big digital engines. It's through communities in particular, because communities are where that, that real translation happens. It's, it's, it's how I believe we're able to create that, um, you know, that connection from these big lofty ideas and, you know, trillions of dollars of opportunity and make them very real um, for the people that are actually going to take it in and do something with it. So, um, and I know this topic is about, you know, communities in general, but that is the, that is the magic sauce of make, of helping these things um, land appropriately and keep that, not only keep the, the, um, the communications coming from a vendor like Microsoft forward, but also bringing back the insights of what the community really needs and what they're really ready for and what's getting in the way of even stronger success. Awesome. I do appreciate that, Karen. That's incredible. And I want to kind of bring Regina in with this question. Regina, looking at your role, and I know that you're working with Karen intimately to make these things happen, but how do you see that same aspect of education and helping to increase the number of Black and minority-led organizations within the vast Microsoft ecosystem and tech as a whole? A word you're probably going to hear me say a lot on this podcast is access. When I think about education, I think about how critical it is because it gives business, gives partners access to the right information they, that they need, access to the resources that they need, and access to understanding, how do I move further? And so you can't have growth without education. I think that's one of the biggest things we are amplifying within this initiative is we know that we're working with partners who are already CEOs, you've been doing the work. How can we provide additional resources, additional education, additional access to you to help you to understand what levers to pull to really, really grow? And something that I was thinking about when Karen was speaking, when she brought in the communities, is, is the cyclical nature of this. Communities are important in our work because they are, have already been out there educating partners in general, the partner-led community. So we tap into that. But we also tap into the community as a large. We do a lot of community engagement for two reasons. One, to help people understand how to partner with Microsoft. Part of our remit is increasing representation and that means recruitment. So we want you to understand 
how you really, really could be utilizing a true partnership with Microsoft, Microsoft to grow. And that takes educating others in the community and what that looks like. But beyond just the increasing representation, we also do community engagement in terms of partnering with other uh, tech organizations, other media organizations, other uh, education organizations to get on the same page and really, really supporting and educating those who, who they're already working with. This is not something that we're doing in a silo. So I talked about it in the beginning in terms of education, in terms of access, that's twofold. Community, partner-led community, community engagement, and really having the partner, the tech business at the center so we can give them what they need to grow and to thrive. This is Danny. I want to throw out a quick question out there. And, and from time to time when Dave and I speak, for the audience members that are just listening to the podcast and not uh, watching the series, we'll let you know who's, who's who when we actually speak in there. But one of the things I want to throw in there, and I really am grateful to hear how Microsoft, as you said, are partnering with other organizations. And one of the organizations, of course, they're partnering with is providing what we call access to wealth, right? Access to capital. And one of the things a lot of the organizations within the communities, they don't have that access. And I do appreciate finding out there is a need. You saw that there was a need and you went out and created a program where organizations can access this capital so that they can grow and they can get access to the education that you're providing so that they can grow. Uh, what do you see as the next step? You have the education, you're providing the curriculum, you're providing the ways to partner with Microsoft. Now you're providing the access to capital. What is the next step in order to make sure that now that they've had these two things we yeah. talked about, now they're ready to, to kind of thrive and grow. Is that what's, what's, that, what's left to, in order to make sure that happens? So it starts with, the entry level, which is first understanding that there's a door and a place for you. And then it goes into education to really skill up your knowledge as a CEO. But beyond that, it has to be engagement. So understanding what is good for, what is good for your business and really getting the skills and certifications and knowing what resources are available to you is the first step. You have to truly, truly be engaged. And that's why we say this is not a, a short-term gimmick. This is a long-term partnership we're building with these partners because we want to have a partnership and a relationship where we understand your needs and then also you are understanding the resources we have and we can work together in, in terms of engaging together. We all know that partners make the world turn, especially at Microsoft. So that means that we really have to truly create a relationship of engagement. And so one of the things that I uh, drive and many of the other people on my team and across we work with people across the entire Microsoft ecosystem to really drive this initiative is making sure that partners understand we really want to be engaged with you. We want you to understand how to engage with us. And that is something, especially for these uh, CEOs who are coming into this initiative or even existing partners who are enrolling, we get them to think about, okay, now you've got the education, but how can you engage with us to understand how to sell uh, to, to the, all the rooms in the houses as they call it here, or how to think differently about your business, how to have a, a growth mindset. It, it goes beyond just understanding what's available. You really, really have to utilize it. And that's something that we talk about a lot. Yeah, I think, I think a great way to describe that is, um, you know, leaders, tech leaders especially, need to have um, no cloud economics, right? So, um, so, yeah, you know, you've got a great practice, you've got a great business, you've been, you've been doing very well, you know, in this sort of hand-to-hand -hand combat <laughs> to, to get the customers that you have. Um, how do you make sure that it continues to be profitable because, you know, cloud changes all the numbers, of what it means to be profitable. Um, and I, you know, Danny, I know you know this, right? So, so that, that's, I think, another layer of, of that sort of continual feeding and supporting of our partners, especially those that are you know, kind of taking their, their, their offerings to the next level um, and bringing those customers forward accordingly. Uh, you know, it's, it's great to you know, respond to a customer need, but understand what it really means to have a business that's gonna be sustainable. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm. 
so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is David, and I appreciate what you are sharing, ladies. And I, I think what comes to my mind is you're not just helping underserved communities get access, but you're also building this mindset of we've got to help each other. And as the old saying goes, a rising tide you know, lifts all boats. And, and I love that aspect. And it's truly a vision to say, if we trust in building this model, we build this opportunity that, that they're really going to come in. And in many ways, they're going to become evangelists as well of Microsoft. And, and they're going to really push that initiative. And so I really want to say kudos to you for that. I, I want to throw something out. I know Dan didn't ask me to mention this, but Regina, I, I've got to say that when you think about the opportunities you guys are presented and the way you have a, a championed different communities, and obviously, Karen, your vision for the Black Channel Partner Alliance, BCPA, but then even now, Regina, with your partnership with Danny's company at Meetup and the Black Partners Accelerator Growth Program, you're really trying to highlight Black-owned organization, Black-owned leaders to engage more expansive with the community of Microsoft. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about that? Where do you see that going as we look into the new year approaching? It's about intentionality. We are very, very uh, focused on the, the Black community right now because we know that we could really, really understand their needs and, and learn from this, from this powerful community. And really, it's not a separate segment. When one community thrives, especially within the partner ecosystem, it, strength, it strengthens the entire ecosystem. Yeah. And so really being focused on what does this community need helps us to understand how can we also support other partners in general. Many of the partners who are enrolled in this initiative are SMBs. So the learnings that we are getting and the work that we're doing with these partners and we're listening and hearing from this, it's not just us speaking, we're, we're letting them speak because again, it's not, we don't know everything, but what we are, are gathering helps us understand, you know what? That is an SMB issue in general. So for us, one of the things we are thinking about in the future is how do we make it so that this ecosystem is stronger? So we wanna make sure that the partners in this initiative are plugged in to the partner communities, plugged in deep into, into the ecosystem because they're bringing their innovation, they're bringing their thought leadership and their talent and they're working with other partners who are not even in this initiative to create change together. And that's what it is about. It's not a separate thing. It's really getting people to work together and think bigger about how can we really make sure this ecosystem is growing and thriving together? So that is one of the major things we always think about and the partners in this initiative always think about as well. That's fantastic. This is Danny, and it reminds me of a, another Karen Fazio quote, right? <laughs> so Karen, you said, I believe in the strength of the partner, Microsoft partner ecosystem and the role partners have in making technology accessible and sustainable for people and the planet. 
with technology in the hands of more people, we can ignite imaginations and enable solutions that address the toughest challenges of our age. And I think that goes so well with what Regina just said. Uh, Karen, uh, were you guys like talking ahead of time and putting the quotes <laughs> together? I mean, tell me a little bit more about you, what you mean when you say giving the right technology and putting the right hands to ignite imagination. Yeah, um, I think it goes back to, you know, maybe just building on my earlier comment about, you know, what was technology built on to mm. the point? And great things, you know, get, get great things have happened. I'm not, not, you know, sort of commenting on that. It's that, but, but there are more of us Mm -hmm. that can access that and can contribute to that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I think the moment's so important now because you know the, 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 the structures of yesterday are being changed. The technologies that we relied on before are no longer the same. And, um, and, and the, the problem statements are bigger. Um, uh, we can create triple wins through this process for the business, for the, for the um, you know, for the for the vendor and, and supplier relationships that we have and the communities we live within, mm -hmm. it is possible. Um, and so that's where that really comes from. You know, it's like, you know, there nothing wrong. I'm not saying that this is, you know, doing it for the, you know, for the for the good of, of humanity. Yes, I am saying that. But but also it, it is it can it's business. It can be profitable. It it is another way to create economic impact. Um, so, you know, so I go back to the, you know, more partners from diverse perspectives, more people from diverse perspectives um, can look at problem statements multidimensionally. Um, like let's sit in that, uh, in that, you know, potential friction um, because that's when great, you know, that's when imaginations can really start getting, creativity can really start cranking. Um, and, and that's what I, I hope to see. We have new, we have new recipes in technology now for us to create whole new cookbooks. So let's, let's start inviting more chefs in the kitchen, um, and see what we can unleash, uh, on the world. I like that. This is Danny again. Uh, it reminds me, we need to try to get to the podcast so we can have dinner, right? The, <laughs> the thing that brought, came to my mind, Karen, as you were speaking, I know Dave wanted to talk about this later. Um, but the work that you're, you're doing with Women in Cloud. Yeah. And your co-founder, uh, Chaitra, was on our podcast as well. And she gave this interesting statement that Fortune 500 organizations that had two or more women in leadership positions saw a 60% increase mm. in their ROI. Mm -hmm. And when I think about the communities that you are running and Regina is running together at Microsoft, the way we're able to bring in more inclusion can show that the communities can grow and bring in a better ROI. This is just more of a reason why the work that you guys are doing is so important, not only to Microsoft, but to the community as whole. And that reminds you of that other quote, another Karen quote, <laughs> that you said our digital experience is our digital transformation. And you can see it evolve drastically, right? Yeah. You can see it evolve. And you, you even said, look, if you want to see the examples, just go to partner.microsoft.com and you can see the examples of the communities growing. You can see why Satya is so passionate about partner development, partner growth, and why the partner is going to drive the future of Microsoft. We see it already today. We see it at other organizations. We see it at Salesforce, at HubSpot, where they say, look, we're no longer doing referral fees. We're no longer giving you referral bonuses. You're, for every dollar of our software that is that is sold, five to six dollars is generated in services. More of the reason why Regina is like, look, we got to get our partners specialized. We got to get them verticalized. We got to get them into this SMB space to be better than anyone else because the money will come through the services. Don't worry about X, Y, Z. What you need to focus on is specializing your business and making it the best it can be because the services dollars will follow with that. Would you agree to that statement? Because I love your quote, but what are your thoughts on that as well? Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, that, that is what this is all about. Like we are, we are not in a reseller relationship any longer, right? Those, those days are leaving <laughs> rapidly. 
Um, so, you know, so when you are in that, in that, um, that state of business, you know, where, where the, where the role is, how do you keep the lights on? How do you keep the consumption, um, uh, going, right? You know, your cable company is constantly trying to get you to watch more, right? And how do they do it? Content and, and, and services, right? New, new experiences. It's the same thing, same idea. Um, you know, how are you going to keep this thing that is now a utility, running, spinning, and doing it effectively that's adding value to the customer and certainly, you know, creating profitability for your business. So, um, uh, so yeah, I, I, the, the services is all about knowing the customer, <laughs> knowing what's going to give value to the customer. That is absolutely a place where partners can differentiate. Danny, again, I know, uh, sorry, Dave, I, I know you have questions you want to ask. I'm, 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 I'm rolling with the flow right now. So, uh, and I love that. I want to continue on with this communities aspect, right? So, Regina, uh, what, BB, what BBGI, what we have going on at this moment, you actually have a team spread across the U.S., Seattle, Chicago, Atlanta, DMV area, which is for artists who don't know, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. So tell us a little bit about your team and how do you organize your conferences, your meetings? And then from there, how do you organize the strategy sessions with the different communities like the BCPA community? How do you do all of that across the different, different time zones? How do you organize the sessions with your team members? I, I think she doesn't more sleep. than ever. <laughs> how, how does, how, more than ever, how does that happen? I mean, tell us a little bit more about that. One of the things that came to mind is, remember I said at the beginning, we can't do this alone. And so the reason why we have so many people across the Microsoft ecosystem, as well as externally really supporting this cause and, and this mission is the reason why we think about increased representation in general. We need as many diverse thoughts, subject matter experts, and really ideologies thinking about how we can create change. Mm -hmm. And so my team actually is not only, you know, across the US we have, so in Microsoft, we have worldwide and US side, we have people on the worldwide side, people on the US side, um, those really, really spread out because they bring different lived experiences. And not only do we, we talk about teams, you know, several teams meeting, what is, what is your uh, time zone? You try to try to match that up. But we spend a lot of time thinking about, you've had this experience, you have this expertise, how can you bring that to this partner world? How can you bring it to this, this really big remit we have to try to create change within a community and do it? This is innovative. We're being innovative here. Let's not do the old things. We want to hear your ideas. And we don't only just do that internally from those who are actually on this team. We reach across Microsoft and say, I, I know you're not necessarily on this team, but you have this type of experience and we want to hear from you. We want to learn from you because we want to be able to, to support communities better. And then we make a very concentrated effort to not only work with the partner-led communities of Microsoft partners, but again, going out to different conferences, being on those conferences, but also creating thought leadership partnerships with those who are in different organizations outside of Microsoft, because they, for the most part, have been working with the communities we want to engage with. And so let's not create something new. You've been doing this work. You've been working with Black-owned or even diverse-owned businesses, women-owned businesses. What have you learned? Let's create a true partnership. And you have to do that, because if you don't, then you're not really creating something for, com for the community. Um, actually, there was something you know, you're talking about quotes. First of all, Karen has all the great uh, quotes. I was. I have about another 20 Karen all, quotes. All the quotes. <laughs> uh, there, there was something that came to mind. This is actually a, a focus quote, but it just talked about the responsibility of tech mm. to really be involved in creating true change, especially now. And so, so critical. And that's why it's so important not only to get new technologists, because we, we do recruit, but also get those who are in technology to think about, think differently. How can we work with you? You already have a solution, you already have a service. We need you, the world needs you right now. You, you, you know, it's, it, the world is a mess, right? So we need as many diverse uh, thoughts. We need thought leaders, change leaders because the world needs help and tech has the way to, to, to assist with that. David, and uh, by the way, I really appreciate what you shared, Regina, because for Dan and I, we're identical twins, <laughs> genetically the same, 
And at the same time, we have different approaches to a similar solution or a similar problem. And what partnerships allow, and you, you brought this to light, it's different perspectives, different ideas, different experiences. This is what's gonna enhance the opportunity to make greater growth and really success for everybody. And so I told Dan all the time, oh, I have an identical twin brother. He's awesome. He's great at this. He's great at that. Dan's a great speaker. He's all these different things. However, <laughs> there are times he needs me. There are times I come in and he realizes because of the trust we have in each other, because of the same mission that we have, that he knows there are times what I got to take the back seat, Dave, roll with it. There are also times where I know, Dan, this is your forte. You got to run with it because your growth, your success is my growth, my success. And I really appreciate the way you guys make that clear because there are a lot of companies and organizations, sad to say, they're very narrow-minded and they think, well, I'm, I'm hiring what's comfortable. I'm hiring what I know. But when you show them the numbers, we're talking about four or five times multiply, multiply there. We're talking about increased RI. Well, you probably want to step outside that comfort zone and quit thinking the same. Quit thinking I've got to go down the path I'm used to. Because if you keep going down that path, you're actually going to be left out. And you're going to miss out on great opportunities. So I really do appreciate you bringing that to light. Uh, Karen, I do now want to talk about women in cloud because Dan jumped in and I'm, I'm sure he's going to ask about it. But one thing I really appreciate about Dan and what we're trying to do is make sure that we are also champion the cause that you brought up in the beginning and why you wanted to help start Women in Cloud. And it's not just for women, it's really a benefit for all of us. And so Dan and I are gonna to continue to champion that cause. But when you brought up the Women in Cloud and why you wanted to do this, this initiative to say, we're gonna unlock $1 billion of economic impact for women-led technology firms. We had to ask where that 1 billion come from? And it was like, let's just throw out a number that's gonna be so large that we know this is going to be an incredible impact. And we can't just do it by just saying, let's open up a, a let's say a PayPal or some group offering for everybody to jump in. Um, that's not going to happen. So you did this because you wanted to see an incredible impact. Well, talk about that impact so far, how you've seen it grow on a global scale. I know we've heard that you've had meetings with the United Nations, but how are you able to just see this vision now growing on a global perspective? Yeah. So, um, Let's just, it goes, it goes all the way back to community, right? So, um, you know, the, the, the tie to the United Nations is that that's a global community that's aligned on 17 core principles of change that are needed in the world um, that's, that, that are not bound by geography or race or any other demographic. These are just, these are just things that are needed for the, for, for the future of, of people and planet. Um, and 2030, is a milestone that is coming up quick. Um, and there are some metrics that matter more than others. I think we know what we're talking about here. So, um, so, the, so that's where that comes from is that, that like there's that big call to action at a societal level. And then there's the, what can you do to contribute to it piece? Mm -hmm. And that's where Women in Cloud came in because you know, uh, sustainability development goal number five is about gender equality. And, um, and that's, you know, and as, as, you know, Chaitra and I both as people in tech, um, you know, we were, we, we were doing the work pretty early on um, to, to help partners at large see the cloud opportunity. And we noticed that it wasn't well represented across other demographics. So it, it, was, it was time to create a, a specific focus for women. And the way that you actually can, I think, em embolden people towards a goal is when you can, you can, you can make it tangible. Um, so rather than let's just help women be successful entrepreneurs, uh, which is wonderful, um, let's actually bring in the money and, 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 and not be done with this issue until we have. And I think the floor is a billion dollars of economic impact. Um, that just shows that the model is ready to crank. Now we have a flywheel that we can actually extend even further. And that, that applies, and it's designed in a way that it can apply to any market. Um, and so when you talk about the global expansion, when you can call people to something that is that tangible and, and, you, and you basically break it down to get a billion dollars of, of impact, a thousand women making a million dollars, right? And, and in our world, if I can help women in tech um, who run these businesses get to their first $100,000 of ACR, that should equal a million dollars 
of, of economic impact for them personally. And now we've got a billion dollars. So, you know, it, it's like, it, it's, it, it really is kind of taking that kind of like get concrete um, don't get, don't, don't keep so esoteric. Like we can actually get concrete and then start moving the dial on the things that we do that actually accrue to that goal. Um, so that's where it all comes from. And, and so far we've had women in our cohorts who didn't even know what Azure was now are very well versed in Azure and are selling it, um, to customers. We've had them, we've had women that by virtue of being connected with Microsoft and the women in cloud community have access to funding that they, that they were never invited for, much less, uh, you know, had a chance to pitch and get. Um, so, uh, and then we've had women who've had their businesses consolidate and create in more interesting business models for them that they didn't even know could apply to their business. So it's, uh, it's had all of that kind of impact and it's just getting started. You feel the passion through the, uh, <laughs> screen. Totally feel the passion, Regina. We're definitely allies, by the way. So I want to encourage yeah. everybody out there, just because you may not be a woman owned business owner, does that mean you cannot assist and get on this train. You can be an ally, you can be an advocate, you can be a sponsor. There, there is so many opportunities to assist and to help. And I'm grateful to actually be on that train. So get on everybody. We love it too, thank you. <laughs> what, I, what, what I wanted to add, and I appreciate Dan bringing that up, it's so true. We, we've talked about the importance and the impact of having women leaders at the C-suite level of these organizations how it impacts the ROI, why wouldn't you want to become an ally? Dan and I had uh, a familiar face that you guys both know. Gabriella Schuster was on. And we talked about, you know, how do we help in this tech space? How do we help more of the underserved and the women get impact and increase opportunities? And that word allyship came up. So I wanted to ask you about how specifically can companies that traditionally haven't had women in those positions of leadership get involved? How can organizations become allies in helping them meet those goals? We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Can I offer some perspective, Regina? My, because when you were asking that question, I, I was thinking about the word ally in general. And I think, one not even just for getting more women, we need more diverse um, representatives, diverse people and organizations. You have to first admit the problem. Do you have you know, diverse um, individuals in your organization? Do you have women in, where, in the areas of leadership? And I think really being honest, having those honest conversations and recognizing it is the first step. And then taking very intentional motions to not just fill a quota, but this is like Karen said, this is a business decision. If you don't have it, you are losing. And, and in the future, especially with the future of work, it's only going to get worse for those companies that don't see, you know, the direction that we're going in and why there's such a need for diverse talent and diverse partnerships and women uh, talent, black owned, minority owned, 
So I think really being intentional and figuring out how do we make sure that our organization, if we really want to be at the cusp of true business growth, has more voices in the room. That's, and that's not just picking one woman and then we're done. That's not just picking one uh, minority a person and we're done. It's really changing the mindset and the culture of the organization. And it's critical or your company is going to be left behind. Yeah, I'll, maybe what I'll add to that is, um, you know, when I am engaging with a, a new partner or a new supplier, I look at who's on the leadership mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, why don't I see me on there? What's going on? Or do they really understand my needs, right? Mm-hmm. Do they, are they going to bring enough perspective um, that's not going to sort of trap me down a decision tree that, uh, you know, could be fraught with problems? Um, so I wonder, right, like how much, how much are they questioning um, the decisions that have been made over the last year, two years, five years, 10 years, um, if we're not seeing the representation in the business and the core of the business leadership itself. So that's one thing. Um, I'd, I'd also say that um, the, you know, the opportunity in diversity Right is for businesses is that you know it, it's more than just a DNI checklist, right? Um, because there's there's going to be other things in the future that are going to help encourage this along, right? Incentives, etc. Um, uh, but but like you know, are you missing out on being able to extend your partner, your own partner ecosystem, your own supply chain, your own customer base, mm. because you don't have the representation in your company to help you see the opportunity in the first place. Right. And then um, and then I'd say for anyone who is on this journey to start bringing in more diversity at your leadership ranks, bring in three. Um, you can't just bring in one mm-hmm. and expect there to be the magnitude of impact, like challenge yourself, bring in three uh, at a minimum. And um, and uh, and watch things change. And That's don't another, care. Quote. another Karen quote. <laughs> you can't just bring in one and say, oh, I've done my part. You know, I've done something. No, no, you're really believing in this. Go all on in. Just go in. This is Danny Regina. You recently completed your second master's degree during the pandemic. <laughs> right? Most people, they finish one master's. That's great. I, I tried when I finished my master's degree, I did a dual master's in computer science and MBA. I asked my wife, hey, I want to go get my PhD. She goes, you're not doing the PhD. <laughs> uh, so you did something unique. You got your second master's degree during the pandemic. Tell me, what was the motivation to, you know, just push through? Because a lot of times the people that we are meeting with every day, the pandemic has really caused people to have to face themselves inwardly, challenge themselves emotionally to fight the negativity, fight the depression, to really get out of themselves. You said, oh, I'm going to get a second degree. So tell us a little bit, what was the motivation behind that? How did you say positive? <laughs> Growth was the first word that came to mind. I, I, what we talked about with education and why it's so critical for uh, CEOs, those in businesses to always be thinking about education and personal development. That's exactly what was on my mind. I need to, to grow and also expand my network. So I went to different university and it it really expands your network and challenges how you think about things. And also I wanted to pivot. So my first master's was in human resources and I got that master's because I was very, very passionate about helping make sure individuals have access. That's my word, right? Access to jobs, access to opportunities. But then when I worked in federal contracting and then in local government, government, I found, well, if the business infrastructure, especially in government is not thriving, there won't be any jobs. So how can people think differently about supporting businesses so that the community can grow and the community can create capacity and more business owners? So I, how, what are the policies that could be created for that? So my second master's was in policy, uh, public policy. And I'm actually using that here in tech because it's we're creating, when, you, when you're creating ecosystem change, you're creating a new policy. You're creating a new way of thinking about things. And so for me, what kept me motivated is knowing that I am helping myself learn a new trait, but I also was in a cohort of individuals who are thinking a certain way. And I use that same type of knowledge within this job because we got to create new policies for this change to really, really make a difference. 
I love it. This is David, by the way. And I, I can't tell you, ladies, how excited I am to have you on and to say, we're not going to just talk about this. We need to be about this. We need to make this work. We got to push this forward. And we've got to continue to push this initiative to make sure there's true change. So I love that. Karen, you, you have been active in something called the Buck Leonard Foundation. Uh, could you share with our audience a little bit about the foundation and the impact it's having in, in the community? Yeah, so this, this goes back to that core principle of community, you know, really. Um, and so the, just, you know, maybe the, sh the short uh, story here is, um, you know, the, the Buck Leonard um, uh, Association is, is, is a, an organization that um, sort of celebrates Buck Leonard, uh, Negro League um, legend and Hall of Fame uh, inductee. And, um, but, but, you know, so more than his baseball success uh, and contribution to the sport and frankly, um, American history. Um, there, there is this whole thing about the community impact someone like that has. And, um, and that's what this, this you know, Buck did is he, he not only you know, excelled in his sport, but he brought all that back to his community. And um, it's, a, it's a community that's predominantly African-American and, um, and has all of the issues. Um, that we've seen with lack of access and lack of resource, right? The things that Regina was talking about. So, um, so not only is it an opportunity to work with a family foundation that has been rooted in community and wants to create um, sustainable success, sustainable economic growth in the community. Um, it's, a, it's an opportunity for me to learn about what it takes to do that from the community, from the center of community. Because when you're talking about, you know, being in this, you know, other level of, of economic status, you know, in tech, in the Pacific Northwest, I mean, there's so many things that are very different than what it means to kind of be in the areas where there is a lot of disenfranchisement. Um, and so, you know, just even the short period of time that I've been here and, and in our work with Buck, the Buck Leonard group, it's, you know, the, the, you know, why are there challenges to access to funding and access to capital? Why are there challenges with getting um, people online in the first place of helping businesses to, to keep um, their own business continuity just despite any, uh, you know, natural disaster or otherwise that may, that may come? Um, and, and you don't really get that until you are in it and you are hearing from the community about what that day-to-day -day is really like, because it's easy to say from a distance what you should do and why didn't this mm -hmm. and why, and, and why don't you? Um, but when you actually are in it and you kind of understand the systems and operation, um, that's when I think you can actually apply some of this, um, influence. And I think technology can apply some influence to make these changes happen. I'm excited about that. And we, we had um, a very powerful individual, Tad, on not too long ago as well to talk about this. And there, there are so many opportunities to focus your attention. And I love how the work that has been done is bringing the attention to this. Not only that, the great announcement that the stats are going to be included now in Major League Baseball stats from the Legal League. That is that is phenomenal to hear all that. So this is great. The community, community, community. We're talking nothing but community. Yes. And we want to make sure before we close, Karen, Regina, any other special announcements that you would like to tell our audience about the communities for this upcoming year with Microsoft or with BIPG and anything? I know there's a new cohort coming out, right? A new cohort. Regina, you could talk about that as well. But are there any other special announcements you'd like to let our audience know about? Yeah, we are working so hard to create new programs and new opportunities for Black-owned uh, partners and Black technologists. And so we have an accelerator coming out where we can work one-on-one -on -one with you. But in general, mm -hmm. we are, whether you're in the accelerator, whether you're just enrolled into the initiative, we want to understand your needs and connect you to the resources within the Microsoft Partner Network. That is the main uh, focus. And so if there's anyone in the audience interested in this uh, initiative or know someone who might be a good fit, I'm gonna drop a website. It is aka.ms backslash partner growth. Um, aka.ms backslash partner growth. 
join us. Join us on this uh, journey. Check out uh, the website if you want to enroll in the initiative. Or if you are an ally and say, hey, I have an idea. I have opportunity. I want to connect with other partners. You can also email our team. I'm going to drop another. P-T-N-R-S-U-P-P at Microsoft.com. That's partnersup at Microsoft.com. You heard in both of those addresses, partner, partnership. That's what we are focused on. We're focused on the partner. We're focused on true partnership. And we want to do this with the community. We want to do this with you. This is Danny. Karen, what about you? Any other special announcements? Um, I love the word partner. I love the word community, as Regina stated. We want to make sure we help hit that $1 billion goal, not only for Women in Cloud, but also for the rest of the communities that Karen oversees as well. But any other special announcements from you, Karen? It could be about the Buck Leonard Foundation. It could be about Microsoft or any other special announcements. Yeah, I think maybe maybe in general, because mm -hmm. I, I, I wouldn't say it's a like an, a firm announcement, but I think in terms of what to see forward, mm -hmm. um, there's a there's a lot of effort going on around um, like how how do we create things with impact? Mm -hmm. Um, and impact isn't just, you know, revenue results. It's, it's you know, it, it, it's, it's like economic change, like ecosystem change. And, um, and so the great work that Regina has been leading for, for um, the Black Partner Growth effort isn't going to stay only within that community. Um, the whole, the idea behind this from the start is that we're using this as a way to learn. Um, and create a model for other community engagement. So um, look forward to more of that happening um, across other demographics um, around the world. And, um, and also that bring through that sort of impact um, that, you know, sort of that uh, economic impact character as a part of the growth that we're um, driving. This is David. Ladies, I'm so thrilled that you are able to join us today and I do hope that you would come back again. Please do. And continue to share with our audience the work that's being done, the growth that you're seeing, because at the end of the day, uh, we don't want this just to be words. We want to be able to see this in action. We want to see our communities grow together. We want to see incredible impact. And I know that a lot of this is going to be done because of your vision, your courage, your initiative. And I, I appreciate that. So on behalf of my twin brother, Danny Brown, uh, we want to thank you ladies for joining the Twins Talking to Podcast. And please come back and share with us again about all that you're doing. Happy to. Thank Love you to. so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talking Up Podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.